Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Before I preach, I want you to know that we have a church online where we reach out to people in many places in this world. We want you to go on the page ICGC that carries temple and share the page so that somebody will hear this word of God. It will bless the person wherever they are. So go on the page right now and share the page. The whole world is on social media. Let's send the gospel on the social media. Somebody may be in prison watching this. Somebody may be in some corner crying but you will come across this video just because you shared it. Amen. I started a series last week and it's getting very interesting. I'm going to share something shortly with you and I promise you it's going to be short. I have a plan. Tell somebody pastor has a plan. They don't believe it. Pastor has a plan. Tell the person pastor has a plan. So in this service, I'm going to paint a picture of two types of storms. I told you last week that everybody will go through a storm. There are some seasons that come with heavy storms. There are some seasons that you see no storm. And sometimes you want to define God by that kind of season. Oh, God was with me. I didn't see anything. But there are seasons that are prone to storms. And today we're going to look at two types of storms. Two people who went through the storms and the outcomes we will learn from it. So there's one that shows us how not to handle storms. One shows us how to handle a storm and come out of the storm victorious and even have victory in the midst of the storm. And I'm talking about the storms of Jonah and the storms of Paul. They all went through a similar storm. They were all traveling on sea in a boat. And the wind of storm came against them. One survived and came out victorious and came out with others. The other had a very rough road. Today, as I share this, I'm praying that anybody going through a storm, God, by His Spirit, will help you identify what type of storm you are going through and by wisdom will help you to navigate your way through in victory. In the name of Jesus. So we start with Jonah. Jonah chapter 1, verse 1 to 2. Now the word of the Lord came unto Jonah, the son of, of Amittiah, saying. So we see that Jonah was a spiritual man. He could receive signals from God. He could hear from God. He could feel the presence of God. So we are not talking about a carnal man. We are talking about a spiritual man. A man who was called a prophet. So God comes to him with a word of God and said, go to Nineveh, go and preach my message to the people of Nineveh and tell them that that great city, their wickedness has come up. I want you to preach to them so that they will change. 
And Jonah disobeyed God. He rejected the call. He ignored the call. He told himself he would not go. So he took a boat and I'm sure God thought that, he, oh, finally Jonah is taking the boat and will be going to Nineveh. The Bible said he took a boat and headed to Tarshish. What he was going to do there, we don't know. He had no purpose going to Tarshish. Sometimes storms will locate you when you take path that has no purpose in your life. But Jonah was in disobedience to God's word. He had refused to obey God and God somewhere, you see, God, some of us think that if we have disobeyed God, God should act wild. But sometimes God will not. So in your disobedience, you would think that you are right. Because if, you see, God should have just stopped Jonah by killing him. But you see, it took him through a certain process. If you are going through disobedience and everything seems to be right, it doesn't mean that God is wrong. So Jonah had taken a path and was going to Tarshish. Go to Nineveh. You are going to Tarshish. What are you going to do there? And whilst he was going, he began to encounter certain things that he shouldn't have encountered, which we call storms. Say storms. Say storms. As I describe it, you realize that you you will find yourself in the story of Jonah. And when you find yourself in this story, all you need to do is not to pray, but to repent. And when you repent and return to God, the storm will surely be over. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Jonah chapter 1, verse 4 to 5. Let's read it together. One, two, go. want to kill me, kill me. I won't go. (laughs) Man, many of us are walking in disobedience. If you want to kill me, kill me. Storm, I don't care. He was fast asleep. Whilst lives were waiting for his voice to repent. What that so they went to him people started calling on their God some started calling on the some started calling on mention them oh mention them why are you afraid of them Novopo and what calling them I told you one day how we were on the highway. I was going to the mountains to wait on God. And whilst I was going, we met a scene that could have killed 
the two of us, my friend and my best man. My driver was overtaken on the next lane. And the lane is only two, bush, bush, and valley, a kind of road. So he appeared trying to overtake and an articulator was coming. And this side too, there was a slow-moving tipper truck. And this articulator was coming. This one too started. You know how they do it. As you are speeding, they are going. And God brought articulator stopped like this. The prayers we heard in the car. All kinds of prayers. From Muslim prayer, this and this prayer. Save us, save us, save us, save us, save us, save us. <laughs> and my friend and I were seated. We are dead in Christ. So we were seated, myself and my best man. If he's here, he will tell you. We were seated cooler. Some prayers are born out of fear. Some are born out of faith. So we were there. So a woman answers, Yeah, yeah, they didn't know mom yeah, they did. So you have bumpy answer nearby. And we know that where we are going, we will get there. That was the first time I came face to face with a deadly accident. So as they were going, people came to Jonah. Wake up and call on your God. Because somewhere, somehow they saw Jonah and knew that he was a man of God. But Jonah did nothing. Then they started throwing things out of the ship. And then they came to him that, ah, Jonah, why did you, why have you disobeyed God? Many generations may cry on you if you disobey what God is asking you to do in life. Purpose will not be birth on a silver platter. There is always a difficulty somewhere in your journey to become successful. And when the storm comes, the weak will fall off. The unprepared will fall off. You remember the houses that are built on the sand and the rock? The storm will come down, but the one that is built on sand is that which will crush Every storm comes for a purpose. But those who do not prepare for the storm will go down with the storm. I'm praying for you that God will preserve you in that storm. God will preserve you in what you are going through. In the name of Jesus. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. So they came to Jonah and said, Jonah, pray, pray, pray to your God. You are a man of God, but you are not behaving as such. You know what you must do, but you are not doing. God is speaking to somebody. There are storms you are going through, you cannot even describe it to people. It's not here to kill you. It's not here to humiliate you. God has a plan. And if you can focus on God, the storm will disappear. With time, it will disappear. And when it disappears, you will still be standing. And they will ask you, how did you do it? You say, by the grace of God, I am what I am today. I pray for you in the name of Jesus that whatever you are going through, maritally, financially, health-wise, socially, academically, 
academically, professionally. May the Lord's name be glorified in the name of Jesus. Give the Lord a clap offering someone. So Jonah was determined to be destroyed in order for God to destroy Nineveh. So he told them, just pick me and throw me out of the ship. You'll be fine. There are some people in your life, Emmanuel, you need to drop them. When a storm is staying too long, these are the possibilities. It means that you are keeping some Jonas in your camp. That must not be in your camp. There are some waitings that are useless. Some of you, your waiting has gone beyond waiting. God is out of your waiting. He is just out waiting for you to see that Jonah must leave your camp. You are overweighting. When you are overweighting, it means God is left. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine if the people were waiting, the mariners were waiting for the storm to end? They would die with Jonah. There are some Jonas in your life. You need to cut them off. There is somebody advising you about your marriage. And you are taking steps in that direction. Can't you see that you are never gelling with your husband? Drop that Jonah! Jonah said, pick me and throw me out. You see, the storm will end. Who is with you? Who is a Jonah? So Jonah said, you see, take me and throw me out. Me, if I die, I don't care. God will punish Nineveh. Nobody will go there. I want to die. Ha! So God was also in their conversation. So, because God is omniscient. He's everywhere. Omnipresent. He's everywhere. Even in the shrine, God is there. Even in the disco, he's there. In hell, he's there. He's everywhere. So whilst they were talking, God was saying, you people, you don't know. God has prepared a big fish to swallow Jonah. Jonah became food to fish because of disobedience. Who am I talking to? Are you in a path of disobedience and you are binding a storm? It won't work. It won't work. It, no matter the heaviness of your tongues, it will not move the storm. Clap your hands, shake your head, twist your neck. You are just strengthening the nerves and the muscles of your neck. It's a good exercise for you. Wow, well, yeah, exercise actually. <laughs> Obey God and the storm will end. So, Jonah, God said, You are going to preach, you will preach. So, you think they'll throw you in the sea and then you die? The fish's mouth was open. Yatuna, ham. The first time he entered into a fish, the first time he realized that, said, Now air condition can be in the belly of a fish. Here too, I can't die. <laughs> God, I want to die. Leave me and let me die. I'm sure when he entered into the fish belly, he just told himself, Rest in peace, Jonah. 
He did not know there is fan, there is air conditioning. In fact, the atmosphere was feeding him food for three days. Day and night, Jonah did not die in the belly of the fish. And in that moment, he began to talk to God. God, have mercy on me. God, have mercy on me. I am ready to go to Nineveh. I am ready to go to Nineveh. I'm ready to do your will. I'm ready to answer to the call. God, have mercy. You see, if you want to change your mind, please change your mind now. It's possible. Sometimes you think you've gone too far. If you change your mind, people will laugh at you. Change, let them laugh at you and be restored. I thought you were clapping. Change your mind and let them laugh at you and be restored. If I change, everybody will talk. Oh, everybody. It's better to change and be at peace with your God because the storm you are going through, if you don't step out quickly, it can kill you. John the Baptist was in prison when Herodias' daughter danced for the king. And not knowing Herodias had married the brother of Herod. And Herod took her from the brother. And John the Baptist had been preaching against it. You are a bad man. You are a bad man. You can't marry your brother's wife. You can't. So now the woman was angry with John the Baptist. So when the king made the vow that asked of anything in this kingdom, even to the half of the kingdom, I will give to you. The woman called the daughter, asked for the head of John the Baptist. If John the Baptist was not in that prison, they wouldn't have been able to get his head. If you stay too long in prison or in storm, your head will roll very cheaply. Jesus was born in the manger, but he did not remain in the manger. Immediately attack started. God said, move the child to Egypt. You can't stay in this storm for... How long will you be fighting your way out of the storm? There is a way. The wisdom of God is bringing you out of that storm. I said, you are coming out of that storm with success. You are coming out of that storm with glory. You are coming out of that storm with victory. In the mighty name of Jesus. Now we come to Apostle Paul. Apostle Paul is a mighty man. He had his own storms in life. And this particular storm, he was on his way to show up before Caesar to defend himself as a Roman citizen. Why are you arresting me for preaching the gospel? Give me a lawyer and let me express myself. And he had the right because he was a, he was a citizen and a high level citizen for that matter. So they chained him. You know, Paul was both a Jew and then um, a Roman. But the people who persecuted him more were his own people. It's another message. Hallelujah. Sometimes your own family members, they are the people fighting you. If you earn thousand cities and you send them hundred cities, ah, and then remove. The same portion you gave to them, but they are ungrateful. A stranger you give to, 
they will thank you. Paul's own people were the people who wanted him dead. Anytime they are stoning Paul, it's his own people. They were the people stoning him to kill him that God preserved his life. I don't know who is stoning you. I don't know who is throwing javelins at you, but you will survive their javelins in the name of Jesus. So Paul was on his way in the boat with other prisoners and captives and travelers. And all of a sudden, a storm began to blow. Blowing, blowing. And he got up and said, you people should have listened to me. You shouldn't have left Crete as I told you. Are you following me with the scripture? You shouldn't have left Crete. But you know, at this point, I beg you, just listen to me. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. None of us here will die. None of you. Let's read the scripture. 23. He said, For last night an angel of the Lord to whom I belong. Look. Listen to me. Stop writing and watch me for just five seconds. If you will survive in this kingdom, you cannot ride on my feet. You have to ride on your feet with God. Your relationship. I'm sure they have given wild prediction. But Paul said that for last night, an angel of God to whom I belong in the midst of the storm, he knew whom he was. You need to know who you are. You are not useless. You are not purposeless. You are not aimless. You are on a divine agenda. And Paul said that, an angel of the Lord to whom I belong and whom I worship. Who do you worship? Who do you worship? You think he will leave you? He will not. You think he will forsake you? He will not. The storm you are going through is just part of the story. The challenge is part of the story. The troubles and the problems are part of the story. You can't take it out. You take it out, you take the glory out. You take it out, you take the breakthrough out. You take it out, you take the victory out. I am here to tell somebody the difficulty, the disappointment, whatever you are going through, the delay of the manifestation of the blessing of God is not a signal of a curse, but it's a signal that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly uh, according to whatever you ask or you think no matter what it is no matter how dark it is no matter how terrible it is God is able God is able God is able has he not said it and will he not do it the storm shall be over soon. Tell somebody the storm shall be over soon. And I will see you at the other side of the storm. And that side we will celebrate and jubilate. And celebrate the name of the Lord. Give the Lord a good clap offering somebody. We will celebrate. I'll come for that party. I said I'll come for the housewarming. I said I'm coming for the housewarming. I'm coming for the breakthrough party. We will blow the money some. I said we will blow the money some. We will travel some. You will drive an air-conditioned car. Now listen to me. Some of you, you are doing yourself spiritual, spiritual. Oh, bar of a taxi. You have no option. 
Wafa taxi, waba, ofa uba, waba nyamifie, me sha won come se, obe drive the air conditioning car. Oti obin chenti, amen. Nipano the air conditioning car by, I prophesy over your life. May the Lord give you an air conditioning car. It is a different thing to be blessed without things. If you don't have a car, you are still blessed, my sister. We know. <laughs> if you don't have a house, you are still blessed. Nobody's arguing. But you see, it is different. If after church, you are driving to your home, your own house, seven-bedroom house, security, chef. <laughs> eh, it's a different thing where you have option of car to drive, Oga. You have option. You, don't, you, have, you have option. The, the car doesn't get spot quickly. Your shoe is praising the Lord. I'm prophesying that God will give you a shoe. You are just there. shoe <laughs> I'm prophesying that God will give you. Know, your, your boss is worrying you. I'm prophesying a dollar paying job. You are just there. I, uh, receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. It's a nice thing, no? Sandra, it's a nice thing. Wait till the time you can drive and you have your car. You see that say now blessing no you will levels. Say now we we have in levels. Yeah. When you are going to book Ubakra, you have to walk a distance so that you can balance the money. May sell come say new car. I say receive a new car. Receive it in the name of Jesus. You should turn to me, Mba. Sorry, because we need car. I say we be found. May someone come say I'm in my new car. Why your own spiritual? Oh, shame. Receive a new car in the name of Jesus. Receive it. Oh, Pastor, I mean, it's a material things. We won't take it to heaven. We want souls, souls, souls. These are material things. We want souls. Talk about souls. Souls. Ah, souls. <laughs> they are too spiritual. They've changed their way. Souls. We need souls. We need souls. <laughs> How beautiful will it be? Now we cry. Say, oh, you people are, you don't want to go to church, but you give us your children. Let them sit in my camp, bringing them to church. I'll bring them back. You do it every time. You pay their fees. You school them. They finish university. What are you talking about? The storm will be over very soon. And we will be smiling. I can promise you, you will smile. You will celebrate God. You will thank God. The storm will be over. The storm will be over. Don't give up. The storm will be over. Paul stood there and said, Ah, an angel appeared unto me. Today I stand here and say, God gave me this word for you. You will survive the storm. I said you will survive the storm. Give the Lord a shout in the house. You will survive the storm. 
I was talking to a guy. He said, Pastor, Pastor Prince, I've believed God for a long time. I'm tired. That was some, I went for Estelle's call to the bar and I met the guy. He said, oh, I knew him. He said, now he doesn't believe in this church, church. He's fine. God has disappointed him. So now he's, he's fine, he's fine. And we used to do, <coughs> we used to do it together. Doesn't believe. Say just be good and be purposeful, career driven. That's how sometimes I don't like motivational speaking because it shoots everybody. Even a wicked man, eh, motivational speaking can make him more wicked. Yeah. So it's good. It's not bad, but it doesn't have a scriptural perspective to drive you, to screw you in a certain path. Though you have to succeed, you have to succeed in the way of God. He had given up and he's looking good. He drove his car. His car he brought was nicer than my own. So he felt just that is why sometimes we prophesy that you have a car. You are happy, me. I can speak in tongues. I am holy. I have won a soul. I win a soul every month. I'm okay. My, my reward is in heaven. Whose reward is here? Eh? Okay. It's your reward here. Distance, cars. You, you think my preaching here, I think you are coming to reward me. You. No. My reward is also in heaven. But look, there is a reward. If your reward is in heaven, some reflectives must happen. Yeah. And it is assured for us in the Bible. So God said, covenant practice. I'll bless you. I'll make you great. I'll increase you. You are here. We prophesy that I receive your own house. You say it's not spiritual. Receive your own house in the name of Jesus. Yeah. See how the landlord is disturbing you. See how your neighbors, they are using charcoal and firewood. You and your wife, you are on bed, you are chatting small. Then smoke is just passing through. I'm prophesying that receive your own car. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so. Receive your own car. Receive your own house. Receive your own business. Receive your own factory. Someone shout, I receive it. One day, some man be I know, bad man. He loves women. Says of a prince, you know, your the girls in church, not this uh, like these church girls, eh? They are very cheap. And I bend down my head. Ooh. Ooh. Ah. Tell her you just give them small part of your salary. You go enjoy some. You just depict them after church. And I'm like, God must empower us. God must empower the church. We must desire to take the mountains of the nations for Christ Jesus. Yeah. You run in your own business, Joyce. You run in your own business. You are having profit margins of one million Ghana a month. many women, then you say, oh, pastor, I am called, you, that time you can come to me, I am called to empower women. You can. 
I, I am called to empower women. Women empower men. I said, okay, that's good. So I'm going to put a banner on the road that all women in Sakumono who wants to go back to school, who wants to start business, who wants a new house, come to Karis Temple. And when they come, I create the department, Women Empowerment Ministry, leader, JD, then you are there. Won't we transform the area? He said, receive a new house. He wants those, those, those. You know the, the, the crusades I want to do? But the few ones I come and take money from you, you you've cried that your, t- your, ball, your eyeballs are falling down. <laughs> and I caught thousand cities. It's like your soul is leaving you. <laughs> As you are bringing the pledge, it's like you are working. <laughs> if I say I'm going to do crusade, in Bibiani, and we need 150,000 at least. Some of you, you won't come to church again. Say, why? Well, the guy want to kill us. <laughs> this man, he, he will just kill us. If we don't take care, one day we will just be walking and our soul will leave us. Obesika, join this. God must empower us. Some of you want to do good. Uh, uh, you don't want to do good for me. Or you want to do good to the church. There's something you want to do. But Charlie, there could be no day. You can speak in tongues. You love God. Don't, don't you love God? Do you hate God? Love God. When we say receive your own business, you won't say amen. Receive your own business. That will work in the name of Jesus. Give the Lord a mighty clap of faith. I end the teaching by saying, look, I've seen prophetic word and shift people. Shift the boom. It's mysterious. You see that some of you, you are not driving today. Between now and the end of like a year today, you will not be coming, church, coming to church with taxi. You'll be sure. Yeah. It will work. I said it will work. I said it is working. Shout it is working. My hope is alive. My fire is alive. My light is shining. My salt is still relevant. Give the Lord a shout! I want you to begin to pray for yourself. I want you to begin to pray for yourself. Paul went through that horrific storm, but he survived. You are going to survive. And you will not survive alone. You will come out with the others. People will be blessed because of you. Talk to God that God give me the tenacity to endure. Some of you go through the pain, go through the pain for generations or more. For the sake of them. Don't go before God. Don't go ahead of God. Receive the power to wait on God. Receive the power to go through the fire. And come out on scratch. 
Yet though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou prepareth the table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointed my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. Oh, the days of my life. The storm will not carry you away. Somebody pray the language of the Holy Ghost with force and power. Speak the language of the Holy Ghost. That vision. The storm will not carry me away. I am coming out with a blessing. I'm coming out with a breakthrough. I'm coming out with a trophy. I will break through. I will survive. I will live and not die. I will be built. I will not be broken. I am anointed to excel. I am anointed to succeed. I am anointed for the top. I cannot stop here. I will not stop here. I must not stop here. I command your soul to come alive again. I command the blessing of the Lord upon your life. I command the favor of God upon your life. You will survive the storm. You will survive the storm. Itapa madola bada legata dubala go atu legate abataya. In the name of Jesus, you will survive the storm. You will survive the storm. It was like they would cut the girl again. And I said, God said they will not cut. When I finished prophesying and I looked at the, the girl, I even gave up. But that sayer the Lord is that sayer the Lord. I prophesy over your life. And I prophesy into the foundation of this church. We are a company of mighty giants. We are a company of mighty giants. I prophesy great professionals. I prophesy politicians. I prophesy preachers and prophets. I prophesy estate developers. I prophesy mighty men in this house. A day will come and I repeat this prophecy. I will look right, I'll see a millionaire. 
Look left, I'll see a millionaire. Look straight, I'll see a millionaire. When I turn back, I'll see a millionaire. Instrumentalists are blessed with money. Ushers are blessed with money. They carry the fire and they are blessed with money. They are living a holy life and they are blessed with money. They are serving God and they are blessed with money. Lift your right hand and shout, I receive it. And give the Lord a shout of praise. It shall come to pass. I feel it. I believe it. Give the Lord a good clap of And the lady said, Pastor, I was afraid that I'll be added to the number of people who have masters and have no job. I finished my master's, did my service, internship, internship with a company, just six months. After six months, Becky, there's going to be a great opening for you. I'm prophesying to you. A great, you will be a very great woman. And we will be proud of you. You will be very... Hey. You will be very blessed. And your husband will be a statesman. You will be very blessed. I saw it. And I prophesied it. You will be very blessed. Wild appointment. If only you will keep following God. And keep loving him. Give the Lord a mighty clap of Oh, my God. 